I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thanks so much. It's really lovely to get the chance to talk about it. Cara, Diva. Um, our- hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wonderful, Carol Sullivan uh, passed away um, right back at the start of the pandemic. And it was, you know, it was really important to us at the Opera House to get the opportunity to really kind of harness the energy that Cara bought to opera in the city and to really look at ways of protecting her legacy, you know, in Cork. And we set about establishing this Associate Artist Programme, which is a programme for established opera singers to offer consistent work across a number of years and to create kind of professional development opportunities. So we are now in our second cohort of Carol Sullivan Artists, we've just announced, and it's just a really exciting moment. It means that we get to talk about Cara all the time. Her name is on our on our lips here in the Opera House quite regularly because of the fact that we have a programme in her name. But really what's, I think, really valid about this programme is it really celebrates how Cara was a mentor to other singers and how she was a really supportive colleague and somebody who really cared about other people's professional journeys and was very generous with herself and her time. And we've tried to emulate that by 
I suppose, tr- trying to create an opportunity for real collaboration between singers and between this house, the Opera House, which is like a really key venue in, in Ireland for this kind of work. Yeah, how important is it to create that platform to support these singers? Well, I mean, it's very, very important. And not only does it support the professional development for the singers and gets, you know, gets their name out there and gives them more of a platform to become more well known, which in turn, you would hope would offer more professional opportunities. It also really is important for the Opera House to be developing its own um, opera programme and its own identity as an opera house. And Cara was a big part of that identity. And this programme is becoming a big part of that identity because it means that we have a bunch of singers that we work with consistently over a number of years, which means that our audiences are getting used to seeing them, can expect the same consistent quality every time we produce an event. And it really speaks to the strengths that we have to offer in the Opera House. We all know that opera is an extremely expensive art form and that it's very difficult to you know, produce big, large scale operas with costumes and live orchestras and, you know, big sets and all lavish because operas are very lavish productions by their nature. Whereas in the Opera House, we've really kind of broken it all way down and tried to make a programme that's really accessible to people that still acknowledges the incredible intricacies and um absolutely important artistry of opera but that makes it affordable and accessible and by doing abridged programs of of kind of well-known titles we're able to I suppose create a program that's really really high quality but that's really affordable. You mentioned there that this is the the second cohort of singers coming in so how does how's the first one been? Uh, it was actually really fantastic and the first cohort were our COVID cohort you know so they were um, our first four singers and they've gone on to do incredible things ever since and to be fair they were doing incredible things before the programme also but I suppose it just the programme gave them the opportunity to really look at internally at how they were how they were developing as artists and it gave them time to think about maybe roles that they wanted to premiere or you know thing like opportunities that they could see down the line and they needed to do a certain number of things to get them to get these opportunities like they had to maybe premiere a role so that some so that Lineborn in the UK would then see that on their CV and be able to kind of employ them. So we did a good bit of that of working with the artists, with the four artists and making sure that the opportunities came for them to premiere roles in a really safe environment, actually. And with those singers, we did a lot of outdoor performances that were free to the public during COVID and we hope to continue in that vein now over the next couple of years and bring opera out of the four walls of the Opera House and bring it into the community and really I suppose it's for me it's about making this art form accessible it's really really important. So take us through now the journey that uh, the new associate artists have ahead of them. So we were going to launch with our first event which is a gala concert in association with Irish National Opera and that's on September 12th and the gala concert will be the four singers being introduced to Cork even though you know Neve is from Cork, Neve O'Sullivan is from Cork so she doesn't need much of an, of an introduction but the remainder of the singers will be introduced to the audiences and we have Fergus Shields who's the artistic director of Irish National Opera coming to conduct the orchestra, our, our orchestra in residence, the Cork Opera House Concert Orchestra. And it will be a series of opera arias that will be performed by these four singers with the orchestra conducted by Fergus. And this is a free gala to the public. And I guess for me, it's really important that this is a moment in time 
where people can come and experience opera in the opera house without any invisible barriers, without any barriers financially or otherwise. And I think a lot of the time people might worry about spending money on opera and being worried that they mightn't enjoy the experience or that at the end of it, it wasn't because no matter what way you look at it, opera is expensive to either attend or make. They might worry that like, oh, I don't know, it just feels like a lot of money to go to something that I'm not quite sure I'm going to like. And I'm really, have, we're really encouraging people to take the chance now on this because you'll really get a sense of whether or not this is for you. And it's also an opportunity to, to for the guys to perform to a full house because, I mean, it's already almost sold out. So um, whilst the tickets are free, you know, it shows to me that there is a really big demand. And I'm not surprised. I always knew there was a huge demand in Cork for opera. But it shows to me that we have to look at things like, you know, how we price things, what the cost is to people who want to kind of try things for the first time. And, you know, I think by taking away the kind of barrier of things of having to buy tickets and having to spend money on tickets, it really gives us an opportunity to examine how people are interacting with this art form. And that's a really important thing. Obviously, it needs all the singers will be paid, the orchestra will be paid, the production is a fully fledged professional production um, and we're lucky that we have some money from the Arts Council to be able to do this kind of work and it's really about participation in in this um, in this art form and I think that it's an interesting question that we're asking you know how and why people are or may not may or may not decide to engage with, with opera. And you mentioned there it's nearly sold out but if people did want to have a, a check for tickets where will they go and find that information? There is a ticket still on the website. There's a few left and we're limiting it to two per person. And we're really, really, really asking people to, I suppose, respect the fact that, you know, if you do get tickets, you really are expected to come because um, they might be free. But if you don't come, somebody else might lose the opportunity, you know, in, in being at this event. So it's really important that if people are coming, that they really are wholeheartedly going to come and enjoy it, you know. And as well, it's such a big moment for these artists as they start out in this journey as well, isn't it? It really is. And it's their first time um, representing Cara, representing the Opera House, representing themselves. It's their first time performing with our orchestra in their own right. And it'll be the first of many, many performances on the stage, you know, so it's a really big kind of public launch of their careers as part of this programme. The autumn winter opera season is, there's announcements being made all the time, so there's a lot for people to look forward to. Yeah, there really is. So we're hoping to do a production of The Magic Flute in October, and that will be with our Carol Sullivan singers and with the orchestra. And the idea behind this performance is that it's an abridged version of the actual opera itself. So we will have the characters and we will have probably a narrator who will be interspersed with the libretto from the opera and will be um it's kind of a broken down and put back together version of the of the event of the of the opera itself. Um, and we will have a full orchestra with it and it will be costumed and semi-staged. So it's a step up from a concert opera and it's the step before a full production. And I guess the idea is that this is a really versatile production that we hope then in next year we might be able to bring out and into the community and perform it in different places around the city. And then looking towards the new year, we're going to do a production of the Tra- La Tragedie de Carmen, which is a Brooks adaptation of Car- of Carmen, uh, the opera Carmen. And that is actually very special. Um, a, that's a very special adaptation of that opera. 
and we've been hoping to find an opportunity to do that for a long time and we're hoping to do that at the beginning of next year so that's going to be a really special occasion in the opera calendar for next year and i know we might be in august but pantomime has been announced and it's like tickets are on sale aren't they for it so how was the her preparations going for panto panto is like bread and butter in the opera house you know it's so incredibly part of who we are and what we do here and um it's a year-round you know process of of production so we are fully cast now we have a script ready to go we have our first script reading coming up in October where we'll meet all the cast and they'll come together and we'll put we'll we'll have a full day of costuming where the costume department will dress the cast and we'll get some press photographs and we'll make sure that we have enough information to go out to the public with. And that's kind of always the start of the autumn season for us is when we kind of do our script read through and we have our meet our cast moment and we have we we make a video that we can put into cinemas and that kind of thing. So we're really going to like pre-production around now around over the next kind of four weeks or so uh but it's you know it's a full it's full it's, it's on sale it's selling really well and we're doing jack and the beanstalk this year it's been many 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 years since we've done that title and we're really excited because we get to have lots of fun making magic happen and lots of challenges and how we're going to make the beanstalk and there's all sorts of you know, production challenges that we actually really enjoy and we're really good at. And, you know, we really push ourselves to the limit every year with Quanto. Like we push ourselves beyond where we were last year. Like this is our, this is the task we set for ourselves, you know. But I think audiences are going to be in for a really special Panto this year. I mean, of course, I say that every year, (laughs) but I really do believe it also. Like it's a really beautiful family experience and we really try hard to um to make sure that families um are part of it and we have our we have our second relaxed performance this year you know we're putting on a special performance for autistic families with autistic children and it's a very i suppose it's again it's a kind of a broken down show where we make it really really inclusive and we do things like we turn off the hand dryers in the bathrooms and we use um scented unscented you know um soap in the bathrooms and you know support dogs are welcome and we'll have ear defenders on hand for anybody who feels they might need them and we really take into account like the different sensory profiles of autistic kids and you know where it was an absolutely phenomenal moment for us last year when we did our first one it was a very special event and our staff had like we're still we still talk about it with such you know such pride and we're really looking forward to doing that again this year as part of our panto.